Welcome to Fold in the Cheese, the recipe for fantasy football success. We are your hosts, two average dudes, watched a lot of football, played a lot of fantasy football, and our wives told us to get real jobs. And uh, we said pass. We'd much rather talk about football instead, so here we are. Uh, this is a podcast for those who are just starting in the fantasy football. We want to bring some knowledge to help you get started. We'll be here along with you on the whole journey throughout the season, checking in, checking in with players and seeing who we should sit, who we should start, all that fun stuff. And for those who are a little more advanced, don't worry, we got some stuff for you too. Yeah, so if you're a casual fantasy player and you're tired of not winning, we're going to change that for you. If you never played before and you feel like, hey, I think I'd like to play this and I think I'd like to win my first time through, we're here for you too. Let's make this happen. Get some W's. Let's get it. Welcome back to Folding the Cheese. It's your boy, K. Troll, on the mic today. It's Thursday. We're excited about this weekend's slate of games. I'm joined, as always, by the Woody to my Buzz Lightyear. You are a toy! You are a child plaything! You are a sad, strange little man. Ethan Gelfand, E, what's happening? There's a snake in my boots. Somebody poisoned the water hole. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? Uh, buddy, Buzzy. I combined Buzz and Woody, so good on buzzy, me. Buzzy. How's it going, Buzzy? Uh, <laughs> great, great. I've uh, set my lasers to stun. Good. I hope it's not to kill. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've moved it to stun. <laughs> That's the best. You just like hold it, like it's just a blinking light. He's just <laughs> holding the button, like as if he's pushing <laughs> it harder. <laughs> Uh, Toy Story, all time great. It's got to be up there. And I yeah. see. I'm also so old. Well, you're only a year behind me that I saw that in theaters, man. Like I can explicitly remember sitting in the theater to watch this movie. Oh, yeah. Well, this was like the first major Pixar movie, right? What was the first full length computer animated movie ever? Yeah. So it's like it was completely different than anything at the time. It was like if, if you know, the kids are listening right now, they couldn't really comprehend <laughs> this. <kids>. But <laughs> I don't know. Just it looked so different than any other animated movie. We're used to like, like go back and watch Beauty and the Beast, and then watch this. You know. Well, and even for Beauty, like it's funny you bring up Beauty and the Beast because I feel like at the time that was also the most visually engaging because they tried to throw in some three D ish aspects to a cartoon and stuff like that. And you could um, tell in the movements though it was all awkward, and you're kind of like, oh, I mean, this is kind of cool. Like back then, we thought it was awesome, right? <laughs> right. But if you watch it now, you're like, oh, I see what you tried to do there. And then watch well, something like Toy Story, you're just like, this is completely different. Right. But it was also, you talk about how far they've come. You go back and watch the original Toy Story and you see like adults and just people's faces. And it's so bad compared to what it is now. But that's why, you know, they're smart to focus on toys because you can make that more cartoonish. You don't have to really get the detail yep. of yep. like a computer generated face. But you go back and watch the people like, goo, those are a thing of nightmares. Like Sid, the kid. Yikes. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he's terrifying. <laughs> no, actually, you know who's more terrifying is the Andy's baby sister. Like as a baby, it is. It's more like Chucky. And like, Holy <laughs> shit! She gonna eat my face? Uh, it's probably probably on purpose. It's probably yeah. for effect. Um, but yeah. So I'm back from on the road uh, from the Detroit Lions the parade. Uh, parade. Did, you get, did you get some fruities? Again, it was the Werther's originals. So Werther's originals only. I got okay. hit in the forehead with them though, so I kind of nice. got a welt. But yeah. um, we're good. So I've been back catching up on some um, like sports recaps and whatnot. But one thing I saw was I was watching and there was a commercial for Subway, I think. And it was Jason Tatum. And so I was like, I get when you're an athlete, you got to make all these like endorsement plays and all that. I'm like, this is some of these are just so awkward. I will give Baker Mayfield credit. I love his progressive commercials where like his house is the is uh, Paul Brown Stadium. I love oh those God. commercials. Those are amazing. But then I started thinking about it, too. 
how weird is it now that like college athletes have that name, image, and likeness deals now? And it's bizarre to me. It's going to be I, pretty cool. It's going to change everything. I think they're what, what my guess is that they're going to be like way overbooked and overpaid right now because yeah. it's like there's a huge push everyone's for like it. let's just go for it let's get them you know and they're gonna be like they're, they're doing all kinds of like used car lots and all kinds of shit like <laughs> yeah. that. but um, like locally you know because they're they're like mostly celebrities in their local town like college town right? sure some of them are, are bigger than that but for the most part like i don't i don't care about spencer rattler like that guy does nothing for me or caleb williams for that matter i don't care well, about either the quarterbacks in oklahoma but right. it, but it, you know in oklahoma it's a, it's a big huge. deal yeah. you know well, shoot, Bryce Young, before he even played one snap at Alabama, got a million-dollar sponsorship deal. And it's just insane. Someone's going to really regret that. Yes. But what's also crazy is that how it's based so much on like their Twitter followers, their Instagram followers, TikTok. So I know you know like nothing of women's basketball. That used to be my field. I was in there. Um, so there's this player. Play women's basketball is true. <laughs> I did play. That was my sport. <laughs> but uh, there's this player named Paige Bukers. She is. She was freshman of the year last year at UConn. She won Player of the Year as a freshman at UConn. Wow. And she has something like nine hundred thousand followers, or even like a million on Instagram and stuff like that. So she just signed like a huge endorsement deal with like two X athletics or something. So it's just crazy to me. And I think back like, man, so back when I was at wake, I was a manager for a division one, number one ranked <laughs> basketball team. I wonder what endorsement deals I could have gotten. Yeah. You, you would have gotten like uh, Hero house, get like yeah, 50 Hero cents house, off. <laughs> um, Rose's deli, like <laughs> the free drink card, free drinks for life. Um, yeah. Just me like, on a on a wall, and it's I've signed a picture. It's like, hey, Ethan Galfand was here. He was corduroy a pants, pocket protectors. I don't know something something <laughs> like that. That would right up your alley. Yeah, you well, know, I guess it does make sense though that like the the followers that, that's kind of how they base their payout because that actually does have like real world right like, implications ROI. kind of you know, thing. Like ROI on that, like it's a real thing. If you're just like, oh, he's the quarterback in Alabama, like I'm just going to pay him a bunch. Like, yeah, but if he doesn't turn into like a really big deal. You just blew a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think like, they, they don't know exactly how much it's going to pay off yet. At the same time, in Alabama, even if you don't turn out to be like in the NFL, you're still a god down there and can do anything down there. And they live and breathe whatever you will shell out. So I Unless think. you lose a game or two, especially <laughs> or two. two. No, it's two. They lost one already. <laughs> it's fine. It's two. If you lose two, then no one cares about you at all. <laughs> what would have been? Uh, what would you have gone for as an endorsement, man? Oh, man, in Greenville? Yeah. Holy cow. QB1 in Greenville is a pretty big deal. So what would you have signed? So you could maintain your eligibility. It's okay. That's true. So, you know, I mean, we had Speed Sports was like a really popular sportswear sportswear store. Um, We had the Globe Theater. Maybe it could have been that. Could have been Um, just like Poster Boy. We had a McDonald's. Yeah, we had a McDonald's and a a Taco Bell. KFC Taco Bell combo. That was pretty exciting. Whoa, that's that's a little big time. If you had like an individual KFC or Taco Bell, that's one thing. But the combo, the combo out. was money. I will say what I would have liked to have been sponsored by in a neighboring town, Pocahontas, which is a much even smaller town than Greenville. That's a real uh, town. The bar that we all went to was Linjo's and Linjo's was pretty famous locally. So that's okay. where I would have I would have been. I've been vying for that sponsorship. Camper was going for Linjo's. Linjo's, if Linjo's. you're listening, there's still time. Yeah, they know me. They know me there. All right. So I'll keep an eye out. I'll be looking for you. Keep an eye out. Sponsorships. Just look for me as a urinal cake sponsor. So you'll just, every time you go pee, <laughs> we'll be good. Hey, I'm just going to piss on your face. <laughs>
All right, so uh, we got some NFL news we wanted to cover real quick, and then we'll cover our last week's uh, DFS sports book, Do It Bets, Picks Him, Pick Him. A lot of stuff Ooh. to cover today. So Man. let's kick it off with a couple of news items from the NFL. Cordero Patterson, I didn't even hear this actually during the game, oh. but I guess he tweaked his ankle uh, during the game on Sunday. He <laughs> I don't think anyone been... was really paying attention to that game after about five minutes, so that's probably why. <laughs> well, you, pr- well, you probably didn't realize because like, they took out their starters by the second half and yeah. Wayne, like Wayne Gallman's in there getting 15 carries. So I don't know if people even realize like there was an injury, but I guess he, he sprained his ankle a little bit. He's been practicing this week, but it's a, they're playing tonight. So I really don't know that you're going to see him tonight. That's a big deal because he's been a, he's been a he's stud starter. Swiss people. army knife for them. So um, I've been trying to listen to some other analysts and following the Atlanta news and stuff to figure out, are they going to give it the workload back to Mike Davis? Was the Wayne Gallman thing just a garbage time thing? Or was it like, hey, Mike Davis sucks anyway, so maybe <laughs> Wayne Gallman could do something for us? It's a combo. I think, I think you probably see a split backfield. Yeah, I think Gallman's going to maybe try and fill in the Patterson role, which he will not do very well. And um, he'll get some touches. I don't know that you really want either one of them, especially against the Patriots, but it's just it's at least uh, newsworthy, I'd say. Who thought you'd be saying that after a week two, especially against the Patriots when we lose to the Dolphins? I lose to (laughs) yeah. But anyway, we'll get we'll get back to them. You know their defense is always pretty legit. Yeah, Uh, Nick Chubb. This is another big story. So he was in COVID protocol, and as of yesterday, it's tough to find a lot of news on this. Like he's still in the protocol as of yesterday. I don't know what's going on today. Kareem Hunt's already been ruled out for this week, so you could possibly see more Dearness Johnson. And he was great last week, even though Uh, he's every time he's filled in, he's been awesome. So he's you definitely. If you have him, that's good to see. <laughs> if you have him, like, so I have him in a league where I don't have Chubb or Hunt. I'm, and I'm like, I'm going to hang on to him. I mean, Might at least well. in, until I see if he's going to play this weekend. If he's out this weekend, like, if, if Chubb is back, then I'd probably be okay dropping him for somebody. Yeah. Like, if I really needed somebody else. But um, if Chubb is out, man, I'm going to fire him right back up. Might as well. Shoot. Uh, during the 49ers game on Monday Night Football, Elijah Mitchell broke a finger and he already had surgery. Like, this is like super weird. The running back with a broken finger, like you have to grip the ball. Like you need very strong finger strength, right? I mean, that's like really Maybe it's important. his offhand? No, you carry the ball with both hands. <laughs> you carry the ball to the boundary. So he's he's already had surgery. Kyle Shanahan says he expects him to play. So uh, I don't know. Like, I guess he could play. I I, I think they'll manage his load. He's got to be on load management. Let's be honest. I just don't. I I don't know. I don't know. If I'm the I defense, I'm thinking like they're probably going to run to the side where his. <laughs> first off, yeah, I'm going to punch his hand over and over again. But also, <laughs> they're probably going to run to the side where he has a good hand, right? I mean, because again, you have to. The ball is supposed to be toward the boundary, right? So like closest to the sideline. Closest to the sideline. So if he broke a finger on his right hand, like I'd run him to the left. You know, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking that. But Jeff Wilson Jr. is back. He he came off of injured reserve and he's been back and figures to be more involved anyway so well, i was gonna say let's to keep in mind and let's be honest elijah mitchell will probably be on a very short leash so it should be like yeah he expects him to play but then as soon as he gets three four reps in he's like i can't hold the crap worth of this thing so he yeah. could be a quick exit so that's probably exactly that's, what it'll that's say. that's a risky play <laughs> i can't hold the crap worth of this thing verbatim verbatim <laughs> uh damien harris is off of the injury report so he was All a right. concussion protocol he's ready to Here get fired back up Let's see what we see with uh, him and uh, Rabondre. <laughs> Let's, Let's see, see what how murky how murky this thing gets. Yeah. And uh, I thought this was super newsworthy. Yeah. The Jets are going to start Joe Flacco <laughs> this week. <laughs> is there more of a garbage fire? I mean, I know the Lions haven't even won a game, but I feel like there is not as much newsworthy or controversial stuff going on with the Lions than there is with the Jets. My the Jets God. Have, you know what? When you got three elite quarterbacks, oh, it's, it's so elite. It's so elite. Super so Bowl guess, winning Joe Flacco. That's true. Start. 
Never again can we, when you call him not elite. Uh, <laughs> oh, we can so, call him not elite. He never made it to elite. But anyway. He claims he did. He got an elite contract. That's for damn sure. He claims he did. So Zach Wilson is not ready to come back. That's the reason for this move. I wanted are there to have quotes around not ready? Well, I yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'd say not mentally ready. Um, I would like to have a moment of silence for our boy, Mike White. Just Let's just give him a, a real quick moment here. And we're done. That was the All amount right. of time he actually did not throw an interception. So, Mike, it was fun. It was yeah. fun while it lasted. It was a good time. Uh, last week's DFS, speaking of a moment of silence, Ew. this was a disaster. So gross. <laughs> this was a disaster. This is what's called winning ugly. And yeah. uh, I beat you 117 to 79. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. I mean, even when you win, it wasn't like that was a resounding win. It was just like no one feels good about that game. Like I obviously feel shitty not even getting any points, but if I I don't even think you would feel good with that score. <laughs> I feel terrible about 117. That's not even a good score. Yeah. I mean, I'll take the 40 points I need to keep making up. I'm so far behind you on the season, but like, ugh. Yeah. Really bad. So gross. Five snowflakes on your team. Five. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Ice it was, cold. It was it was chilly. I mean, it was snowing in Green Bay. I think it just went across the country for my DFS team. So there were the snowflakes. Not good. Yeah. I had three myself. I did have Dearness Johnson going, and he had a he had a good week. And then, of course, Cooper Cup saved me. <laughs> Cooper Cup did save you, Cooper Cup. But guess what? But it was funny because he actually started off not that hot. And so I'm watching this game, like, oh wow, I know Kemper's going to win this DFS anyway. But I was like, Cooper Cup, not not paying forward for his 9500. He caught probably six passes in the fourth quarter for like 50 yeah. yards. I mean, it's like they were dink and dunk. It was like 10 yards, 12 yards, eight yards. He was a, he just caught every, like every pass went straight to him. Stafford's like, we're losing. I just need to just find my man and I don't care. I'm just going to yeah. zone in on him every time. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, but he got the job done. Uh, but guess what? He's on a bye this week. Oh, you're lucky. Well, no, yes, I got to fire no. him up anyway. I got to fire him up anyway. <laughs> I have to leave a spot open on my he team. Just, <laughs> he just pour one out for him. Yeah, he's not actually, he's, I can't actually select him. I can't pay for him, but I'll just leave the spot leave open. Leave the empty slot. And then but then everybody else on my team is going to be like $8,000. That's so much true. Money left. You'll have so much money to spend. That's true. Here we go. <laughs> Are you allowed to have an empty spot? No. I don't think you can actually. Just go down and choose someone that's like $1. Just you choose, choose like, the lowest $3,000 yeah. crappy player. Totally yeah. worth it. So, um, you are up six to four on the season long DFS, which I'll take it. You know, still kind of narrow. It's still a chance. Oh yeah, there's plenty of season left. Sportsbook was also a woof. Uh, I think for everybody in America, this is yeah. <laughs> this has been the weirdest couple of weeks, man. Uh, the Rams and Bucks both. Not only did they not cover the spreads, I had them covering. <laughs> they lost outright. They got smoked. Yeah. I like, mean, that's the thing. It's ridiculous. Can't not. Don't even worry about the spread. Worry about winning the game. The <laughs> Bucks were a nine-point favorite, and they lost by ten. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who's got that nineteen-point swing? I mean, good grief. Uh, the conga line parlay. <laughs> Just, <laughs> the, the party ended pretty early on that one when the Ravens lost to the Dolphins. <laughs> There's a quick party. The cops came in and blew that party right up. <laughs> Good grief. Uh, at least the Titans and Saints under hit for me, which was 44 and a half, and they had 44 points. Oh, my gosh. I was sweating it at the end. I was like, <laughs> go for the field goal. <laughs> Don't go for it. Uh, so that was good. That was good. That one did hit. But golly, it's been a rough couple of weeks. It's weird. It, it, as we said on Tuesday, it is the upside down. But it has been for the past three weeks. It's not even like favorites are getting blown out. It just, yeah, it's bizarre. I'll tell you what, it's going to make picks and pick them this week. Pretty interesting because I got real nervous picking against certain teams and picking for certain teams. So I've got right. some I've got some messed up picks on here. <laughs> I'm I just like going to tell you. I like it. 
What do you got for a do it update for us? Do it. Do it. Do it. Well, let me tell you, the do it board lit up this week at the quarterback <laughs> position. So both quarterbacks were on by technically. So <laughs> Justin much. Fields didn't play a game. And it was as if Matt Ryan didn't play a game, even though he did. Um, Matt Ryan was terrible. So he just felt bad for Justin. Wanted him yeah. to, you know, not I, blow I up. I appreciate league. that. Yeah. Right. So Matt Ryan got a whopping 0.68 points. <laughs> so, hey, he, he extended his lead um, by 0.68. So uh, both both quarterbacks have now had their bye. So it is even going from here on out. So Matt Ryan is still leading the year 170 to 102. Um, Golly, still that much? Yeah. So That's right. I guess Matt Ryan had that huge week last week. Whenever yeah, he, he got 33. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we'll see what goes on. Maybe Matty Ryan, this is his... You know, he's reached the top of his mountain and he's coming back down. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I think Fields, I think they fixed all the issues over the bye week. He's going to come out on fire. Nope, you're not allowed to say that. Remember, you're off his bandwagon. You are. Uh, I'm not saying that from a bandwagon perspective. I don't even like the guy. He's terrible. I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> just I saying. Just, it's just the analytics of me. That's the analytical right. mind of mine. Yeah, that's what it I is. understand. I get it. Uh, CD had a big week, right? Yeah, going on to our wider series, CD did have a good week. He bounced back from a terrible, but I guess the whole team was terrible. So they really made an effort to get to him and did it early since he then sat for most of the second half. Uh, but he got you 28, 20 and a half points. So that was big. Godwin, as we saw, the Bucks were struggling, so he didn't have a, a massive game at all. He was very mediocre at 12 and a half points. So this matchup, CD has taken the narrow lead. It is 137 to 135. Wow, so that, that's awesome. I like seeing that. Dude, that I love that. Good. Let me ask you, like, do you still and I, I I think this is probably fair a fair question. Like, do you yeah. still feel like Godwin is the better receiver end of the year? I mean, or do you are you like, man, I'm I'm worried like are you just like these guys are just super even? I mean, at this point, um I think they're super even. I still think Godwin is a really elite receiver, and I, I stand by where I ranked him. Um C D has shown me something that yeah, he should have been a little higher, but I still give I still give my boy Chris Godwin the nod. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think I, I love Godwin. I had him last year and he did great for me. Yeah, and I, but I, I didn't value him as highly, nearly as highly as it should have. And I'm still pretty stoked about CD. So yeah, this is awesome. This has yeah, been a really good one. That's been a great one to watch. And uh, you know, last week we pivoted to our our top uh, running backs, and man, Simba is crushing it for you again. He had a big game. He got to 25 and a half points. Jonathan Taylor, that is. And uh, Dalvin Cook had an okay game. Uh, he got me 20 and a half or 21 points. So it's not okay, man. That's really good. I'll take it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be but, mad about that. I mean, compared to what Simba's doing, my gosh, he's literally the hottest running back right now. So hot right now. Hansel, so hot. So hot right now. <laughs> uh, so he is up uh, in these past two weeks. He's up 60 to 37 on Dalvin. So, okay. That's a good, a good start. start. That's a good start. Hey, and I'm not going to forget about Dave Montgomery and Chris Carson. No, Chris we... Carson can be on the bench forever. Montgomery's back this week. And he t- he played last week. Yeah, that he's going to run away with that thing. He is going to run away with it. It's yep. He's on that back burner. It's cool. I get it. It's fine. yep. Yep. Go fix how your neck. The, Go fix your neck, Chris. How was the uh, how was the tight end draft? Oof. <laughs> tight end was pretty rough. So you got uh, you had Hawkinson and Darren Waller. So that was <laughs> pretty brutal. Um, I mean, I did have Kyle Pitts, who was not great, but the entire Falcons team was not great. Uh, but obviously who saved it for me was Travis Kelsey. I've heard of him before. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of I mean, Kelsey alone won it for you. I mean, if you get a goose egg from one of the quote, top four tight ends, you're you're done. And the Raiders look terrible against the Chiefs. So, yeah, um, my guys won. Do it. They won. 
do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. So I'm up. I think it's five to four on that one. Um, on the on the individual do it bets. I I was man. I was hella worried about Hawkinson after this game. I'm just like, yeah. what is happening? But I guess I didn't realize this. I didn't watch the game at all. It sounds like it was raining pretty hard. Like, yeah, it was. It was a gross entire, game. Like, pretty sloppy. It was so still a little bit better. Like it's it's hard to throw the throw the ball in that kind of weather. But ugh. I mean, I live in Michigan, so I have to get all the Lions games every Sunday. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was a gross game. Um, I, I, as we talked about on Tuesday, freaking J.R. Goff had 11 yards at halftime. So it's not like anyone was really doing anything. John Swift had a big game because he had to run it. Yeah, um, that's all you can do. But, man, that was just disgusting. I don't think that's going to happen again for Hawkinson. So I think you should be all right. Ugh, here's hoping. Um, picks and pick him. I made up some ground. And I I'm Ooh. back tied with the lead, and you're now three games back. Man, I started off really good in those early afternoon games, but then <laughs> once like the four o'clock games hit, I think I went over. <laughs> it woof. was pretty bad. <laughs> it was yeah. pretty bad. Pretty woof. Well, Leslie, just so you know, tied for the lead. But I'm you're technically rolling. a half game back because she has true, one less she, loss. She has one less loss. I still pissed about that. Get, which I don't it's understand. Bad. She didn't which, pick the damn. It was a oh, Giants was a and Redskins. The Giants and football team game, and we picked the wrong. I think we picked the Giants, and they lost that weird Thursday game against That's right. uh, Washington. Hey, shout out to uh, Dan who finally came back after a like eight week hiatus. He had joined us up in the league or in our group in week two and had the best week out of everybody. He had won like twelve <laughs> games and only lost like three or four. Trying and to go out on top, disappeared. But he's back and uh, got he got he came in second place last week. So that's a good welcome back, Dan. Welcome back. Glad to have you. Dan is with our, our folks at Better Off. That's right. So you can see some of his picks on the Better Off app. Well, before we get into making our picks for this week, I think it's time we talk a little bit better off because are you someone who wants to get into sports betting, but you have no idea what to bet on? Do you wish you could join the fun of sports betting with your friends and family without needing to risk any money? Or are you a sports betting guru who wants to be able to make even more money on your hot picks? On the Better Off app, you can be all the above. Driven by deep data and analytics, Better Off allows new bettors and seasoned pros alike to track their sports betting picks in a simple, fun, and profitable way. With up-to-date lines from some of the most popular sports books, sports books like FanDuel and DraftKings, it's never been easier to keep track of betting trends, popular picks, and your own personal stats to provide a breakdown of what to bet, where to bet, and who to bet behind. Even if you're not sure whether or not you want to be the next great sports betting master, there's still more to love about Better Off. Climb your way to the top of the leaderboards, compete with your, single, with your friends for trophies, or win real money through prizes and promotions without spending a single dime. Then, once you've discovered that you're a betting prodigy, go ahead and activate your pro account where you can monetize your picks and pocket the cash from your adoring fans, all with no cost to you. Available in both the iOS and Google Play Store, download the Better Off app and be a better, better today. That's B-E-T-T-O-R-O-F-F. Are you a better, better, Kemp? I am a average better. <laughs> I was just thinking of some of those questions in the beginning. Um... Would you like to be a better better? Yes. yes. I would raise my hand. <laughs> Please. Would you like to stop spending all of your money on losing bets? Yes, I would. Yes. Um, I so, think I'm currently I'm in the better off app and I think I'm currently 4 and 5 in my bets. So, so are you not are you not climbing the leaderboards as of yet? I am not yet climbing the leaderboards. Um, okay. you know, just getting my feet wet. Just getting you know. a little comfortable. The you know what throws me off so far? The confidence points. <laughs> I really I really like them because that can allow you to really jump the leaderboard, but 
Dude, I, I put some confidence points I was on some things say, I should not have. Did you put a lot of confidence <laughs> points in those Bucks and Rams last week? So you can go up to five, and I put four on the Bucks to cover that spread, and they got their ass kicked. And I put three on the Rams. It starts you out at two is like your initial confidence. Yeah. And so I went up. The only games I went up on, I lost. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm big time in the hole. So you need to make some better bets. It's cool. We're going to get you bets. there. We're going to get you there. I was, I was gone for a few days last week, so I haven't got a chance to sign up. But when I do... I'm going to be beating you in that leaderboard. So watch out. Won't be hard. <laughs> um, speaking of bets, why don't we jump into Pigskin Pick'em? See let's, what we got going on this week. Let's do that. Let's I'm going to tee you it. up first here because uh, please your boys do. playing Thursday Night Football. This has got to be a tough pick for you. <laughs> These are your two squads, all right? You got the uh, Patriots going to the vaunted Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Who you got here? It is vaunted, and that that vaunted Atlanta Falcons team coming off a huge uh, showing up or playing a game last week against the Cowboys. <laughs> At least they played. You know, they they played. We it. think. We think. I didn't see the whole thing, but I. It it would appear they played. They played a game. No nah, man, my Patriots are looking great. They're one of the hotter teams in the NFL right now. Uh, offense is clicking. I mean, heck, Damian Harris didn't even play. Ramondre Stevenson looked awesome. Uh, Jacoby Myers, as we talked about, getting his first touchdown. Amazing. Good for that guy. So, no, I'm I'm loving the Patriots here, obviously, with, especially with the Falcons looking as bad as they did. I know it's kind of harder to get worse than that, so I, I think they'll have a better showing, especially being at home. And But, man, that Patriots D is looking good. Matthew Judon is looking like one of the best pickups of the free agent season. So I got to roll with my Patriots here and get out of here, Atlanta. Wow, that's harsh, man. You could it have is. just said, I'll take the Patriots. You nope. just spurned Atlanta. I threw in the get out of here. They have given you at least four points in picks can pick them. All right. They have, because I have picked all their wins. But right now, uh, shoot, ride like the wind, bullseye, because the Patriots are going to steamroll <laughs> this one. <laughs> nice. Uh, yes, I am taking the Patriots. This should... <laughs> God, this should be an easy win. I say that, and and I'll put Watch. four confidence points on it, and then <laughs> it gets blown up, and the Falcons scorch the Patriots somehow. Um, I think Matty Ice is going to be seeing ghosts on the uh, Super Bowl from the old Super Bowl oh, twenty eight yes. three comeback. So I hope that happens. That be... <laughs> they were asking him about it. He's like, I don't I recall. <laughs> I don't. I don't recall the game like that. Yeah, I'm not familiar. <laughs> I'm not a failure. <laughs> That's not me. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So I got Pats here. Got Pats. All right. Both with New England's. Now here's. A semi-interesting one. Um, we got the Colts visiting the Bills. And, I mean, if you look at America, they're picking 91% going with Buffalo. But I feel like it's going to be a little closer. What are you feeling? It could be. I mean, this could this could turn out any number of ways. Right. So the Colts were hot, and then they kind of shit the bed a little bit last week and got a close eat, the Jags. Still got the win. They got a win. The but Bills. They, the Jags who beat the Bills. <laughs> all right. So, you know, a transit B, property. B to C. Property, the, uh, the Colts will dominate the Bills. Um, I, I'm going to take the Bills on this one because the Bills finally showed up last week and whooped yeah. that ass. And if that team is rounding into form in any shape, I don't think the Colts can keep up. The Colts are a pesky team. I think they're they're better than their record suggests, but I'm going to go Bills. Yeah, I think uh, you know Carson Wentz kind of came back down to earth a little bit. And um, you know maybe the Jaguars are just a little scrappier than we thought. I mean, obviously gave the Bills fits and you know put up a good fight against the Colts, um, especially with the Colts being home too. That's, that can be a tough place to play when it gets pretty rowdy at, at Lucas Oil. But, uh, yeah, the Bills looked really good this past week. And if they are starting to to find their groove, then AFC's got to watch out. So I'm, I'm going Bills, but I expect it to be – I actually think it could be relatively close, uh, but I feel a few, a few good confidence points that the Bills are going to win. 
Two things, or three things. One, I wouldn't touch this one on the betting at all. No. I'm not going anywhere near <laughs> no. this game. Uh, two, those same Jags got smoked at Seattle with Geno Smith. All right? This is true. I mean, three, they're, they're a helter-skelter team. <laughs> three, uh, the Colts have to go up to the Bills Mafia and will likely get suplexed through a table in the parking lot. So I think that's the tiebreaker. Uh, it's true. Tables are always tiebreakers. You're right. Yeah. All right, we got the Ravens going to Chicago to take on the Bears. Who you got here? <laughs> you mean, I would love to just say Baltimore in a landslide, but they went and lost to the Dolphins. You know, finally, again, I, I was on the the Ravens train and betting with them and picking them, and they go lose to Miami and Miami. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't see them throwing two duds in a row. I know they're on the road, but they've had a longer week to get the shit kicked out of them and say, hey, we can't do that again. Uh, so I see them getting a little revenge on the Bears. I know the Bears are nice, well, and rested now off their bye. But uh, that must mean Nagy's healthier and probably on the sideline. So I'm going Baltimore. <laughs> I know. If only he would. I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I want to wish you all anybody. <laughs> <Go there. laughs> only he would die. No, <laughs> totally kidding. He went I would there. Never, I, would never went, I would never go there. Um, so I agree with what you're saying. The Ravens, um, probably too many weapons on offense. Bateman's coming coming around second half yeah. of the year. He's looking really good in the Chicago really secondary. Good. He's been a little suspect. Uh, but they are coming off the bye. Montgomery coming back healthy after he kind of had a partial workload in the last game. Um, fields off of a bye. I do like a rookie quarterback getting a little extra time to prepare. Call me crazy. Oh, wow. I'm Tell going with the Bears. You're going the Bears. Why not, man? I don't trust hey, the Ravens. Dude, they lost on Thursday it. Night Football to the Dolphins, right? I'm out on the Ravens, and, and I'm probably wrong, but I don't care. I'm just going with the Bears, man. Hey. Gut call. I like it. I think they're slowly, slowly figuring it out, and I don't credit McNaggy for that at all because he's he has been an impediment to them figuring it out. But He really has. Okay. I think they got, they got hey, a chance. I like the boldness of the Bears. Upset special. Upset special. Well, speaking of upset, well, I guess I don't know if you call it an upset. But the Lions, fresh off their tie, coming to Cleveland after their ass whooping by the Patriots. Man, you got teams in similar-ish feelings right now. What do you What do you think? The only difference is one of them has a five in the win column. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the Browns here. That's a I don't, small I don't, difference. Yeah, I mean, I I just can't take the Lions, man. I, no, I, I just I'm off. I was I was hoping for the upset early in the season. I got to see something. Jared Goff throwing for 11 yards and a half just isn't going to get it done. Yeah, uh, I, I too am going Cleveland. They'll bounce back. Um, they're not as bad as they showed against New England. They're playing at home. That defense is going to, I mean, that that front line is just going to be too much for Detroit to handle. Uh, and again, they, they haven't found any rhythm whatsoever on offense. If anybody watched that overtime, which we talked about a little bit, it was such a comedy of errors against the Steelers. It was just nobody wanted to win. I mean, I don't, the Lions haven't given up by any means. They haven't. They're still fighting. They're still clawing. They're just not talented they, enough. They just they're suck. Just, yeah. They're just not good. <laughs> so uh, Cleveland at least has the talent. And if they can finally just put it all together, Darius Johnson, if he's playing, I, I have good faith in him. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. So I'm going Cleveland at home. Yeah. All that being said, long, long drawn out, Cleveland at home. Yeah. All right. We got the Texans in a divisional matchup coming to Nashville to take on the Titans. What do you think here? Tennessee next. Yeah, this is. Um, I'm not going to call it a trap game, but these this are divisional. These, these are divisional rivals. I, I mean, there's a chance. I mean, Houston's going to probably. They might play them tight. It's in Tennessee, which I which I definitely give the edge to the Titans. This Titans team has beaten every good team they've played, but they've also lost to the Jets, and so 
You never know, man. You just never know. It's you know, over. the Jets was such an anomaly of a game, such like an abomination. The only other team they lost to was the Cardinals. And we all know the Cardinals are actually good. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm picking the Titans. Don't get me wrong. Oh, of but, course. Um, I don't know. It's 99% on ESPN. That I know. It might be a little, might be a little how, many, how many confidence points are you giving it? I'd go three out of five. Three? Just, I'm just like, uh, I'm not trying to get guy. cocky here. I'm not trying to get cocky here. Okay. Okay. They're looking, the defense is looking better, but the offense is still kind of a mishmash. Well, yeah, the offense is still trying to figure out the loss of Derrick Henry, but they'll be fine, especially against Houston. This is a, let's figure it out and move on from here. All right. Uh, this one's a good division matchup game. Uh, we got Green Bay traveling to Minnesota. This is, I think is, I, I mean, the records, if you look at them, they don't really think it'd be evenly matched, but I think it could be a good game. But what are you feeling? Yeah, it probably should be. Um, I think Rogers coming another week removed from the COVID. He... I saw some comments about how he felt pretty exhausted by the end of that game. And uh, as you and I both know, that can happen uh, when you play in an NFL game coming out of COVID as we had. Yep. Um, I'm going to take the Packers in this one. I think uh, AJ Dillon is going to be unstoppable in this game. Yeah. uh, And the Packers didn't even play their best when they beat Seattle. Granted, those were harsh conditions. And as you said, Aaron Rodgers is kind of coming back and a little, little worn out, but um, I think given another week under their belt, with him back and and him feeling better, I'm I'm going Green Bay. I think Minnesota's going to put up a fight. They'll be scrappy, but uh, I'm I'm picking Green Bay on the road. Yeah, these teams know each other well. We've talked about that with the NFC West a lot, but these, yeah, I mean same same here. These guys know each other well. They're going to play hard. They want to win this game for sure. And the Vikings would love nothing more than to kind of derail Green Bay's uh, number one seed quest. Yeah, no but kidding. I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. All right, how about AFC East? Here we got Miami traveling to the Jets. This would be a a real barn burner. Man, Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco. I mean, I wish it was Mike White. I wish they would have keep kept giving him a chance. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, oof, the Jets, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, are such a dumpster fire right now. They don't know. I, that's a team that has given up. Uh, I feel like you look at them on the field and they just don't want to be there. And you can kind of tell it's just such a disarray. Uh, with the quarterback situation and just, you know, they've had a couple of injuries. I know Robert Sala is a good coach and he's definitely a player's coach, but right now it's, it's a lost season for them. Uh, not that Miami is doing much better. Everyone's calling for Brian Flores, head, but at least they've had some, you know, coming off that fresh win against Baltimore. Uh, they look solid all the way around and they've got some pieces, you know, to his play. If he's playing healthy, you know, he's getting in a little bit healthier with that broken finger. He looked good coming in from a set. Uh, they still got weapons and Jalen Waddle, Mike Kosicki, so, I mean, Don't my boy, gas can. Miles Gas Can. That's so, right. I'm going to go Dolphins on the road. Yeah, I'm taking the Dolphins too. Hot off of a two game win streak. Yes. I'm taking the Dolphins in this one for all the reasons you said uh, above. The, the Jets are a mess right now. Okay. So, now we're heading over to the NFC and we got the Saints traveling to the hot Philadelphia Eagles. What are we feeling? This is a tough one. Uh, these teams, these teams are both kind of middle of the road and unpredictable, and and can beat you, and have played in some close games and all that jazz. Um, I I picked them last week. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep riding with them. I think Jalen is starting to to turn into a better NFL quarterback. He was a great fantasy quarterback. He's actually putting some things together. The run game has been focus of the Eagles' offense. Has been working really well. A against a very tough run defense with the Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, this should be a, a slugfest. But I'm gonna go with the Eagles in this one. Dang, I was hoping you were going to go the Saints because I, I too am going with the Eagles. I was, I was mad I didn't pick them last week when they were playing Denver. That was such like a toss-up game for me, and I, I should have gone with my gut and gone Philly because they've shown that they can 
put up some good numbers. Uh, I know Jalen, obviously, fantasy-wise, put up great numbers. Uh, actual game-wise, he's he's been doing all right, but a little disappointing at times. But, you know, they've shown they can they can throw it, man. They can sling it. They can run it. They can put up them points. New Orleans is is so up and down, especially, obviously, with James being out. Um, I just – the consistency isn't there yet, and I think Philadelphia is hitting their mediocre stride, which will put them over the edge in this one. All right. This has got a uh, Ron Rivera – Revenge game coming up here. We got Washington care, uh, traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Cam Newton's back. Rivera's made some comments about, uh, hey, we we know some plays that can can stymie Cam Newton. So right. what do you think? You buying it or not? I'm not buying it. I mean, they're pr- riding pretty high after beating the Bucks, which they should. They they looked like the more complete team last week, which is shocking compared considering they're not. Yeah. But you know, Carolina looked good, man, last week. Uh, they they were rolling, and I think Cam Newton does add. You know, we talked about it a little bit, just just had another dimension. Um, maybe just that veteran leadership, that very present, that confidence. They were showing him on the sideline last week that he was already becoming a, an instant leader and he's been there less than a week. So that's that's comforting to see. You know, he's got Christian McCaffrey. He's he's bringing back to life Robbie Anderson, already finding that chemistry there. So uh, I think they got the tools and they're playing at home. Cam's going to want to show what he can do. Carolina. It's crazy how much better of a team this becomes when McCaffrey is healthy. Oh my I mean, gosh! Obviously, he's the best, like one of the best running backs in the league, and and of course one of the best fantasy players maybe of all time. But I mean, it's insane how different the offense looks and how competitive they can be, and how terrible they are when he's not playing. <laughs> I mean, it's like Robbie Anderson can't catch a pass if McCaffrey's not playing, but all of a yep. sudden he catches a touchdown. McCaffrey's right. like <laughs> it's a weird, it's the weirdest thing to see the impact that having just one new player in there that doesn't even not even your quarterback. Like it's right. It's crazy, but I agree. I think they've got some swagger now and cam does that. He's so charismatic. The players love him. Um, he, he wants to, I'm sure he wants to quiet what he's hearing from Ron Rivera. He's probably oh, yeah. like, Oh yeah. You think you got some stuff? You to stop? You got okay, this. Cool. Unfortunately, your players suck. So good luck stopping <laughs> DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey. Um, I'm going with the Panthers as well. That Chase Young injury definitely hurts Washington. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be tough. Uh, well, especially defense. on a, already struggling. I was going to say a disappointing defense already gets even worse. So, yikes. Yeah. Give me the Panthers. Okay. Panthers. All right. We got a inter-NFL matchup right now. I can't think of what's its conference. <laughs> Jeez, my gosh. Inter-playing each other on different sides. <laughs> we got... In a matchup you don't see very often, the San Francisco 49ers heading to town to Jacksonville. What do we? I know your boy Debo saved you this the past week. Is he going to do the same thing? Oh, Debo's unstoppable. What a freak, dude! I just, yeah. I just love this guy. I'll tell you, the only thing that sucks here this is a this is a noon or one o'clock kickoff for San Fran traveling all the <laughs> way across the country. I mean, jet lag. Damn, <laughs> damn, that sucks, man. The teams teams have shown historically to come out a little sluggish in games like this, um, but I think San Francisco is. Hitting stride, coming coming off of a high of just absolutely crushing the Rams. Yeah. Taking the Niners in this game. The Jaguars haven't shown me anything that makes me think they can actually win this one. I know they're playing on the road, but I didn't realize that the Niners hadn't won at home since like mid-2020. So they they broke a really? huge. Yeah, they snapped a drought there. And uh, yeah, wow. they, they looked good all the way around. Obviously, your boy Debo playing running back, playing wide receiver. Uh, kicking the ball, you know, I think he was the ball boy. <laughs> so he was literally moved the chains a few times. Yeah, he's just yeah. willing to do anything to help the team. I think the fact that George Kittle's being back and healthy, he's he's made an impact in the two games he's played. Um, yeah, I'm I'm liking what San Francisco's doing. They're they're on a upward trend. Um, Jaguars again, they're being plucky. They obviously, beat the Bills, helped the uh, or stymied the Colts a little bit, but it's not going to be enough at home against San Fran. I think 
I think they're realizing we actually have the tools and Jimmy looked a little more confident in a, uh, in a tough game against the Rams. So it's, it's Niners. crazy how it's crazy how different some of these teams can look when, when they're fully healthy, you know? right? I mean, everybody gets, gets banged up. So you, you kind of discount that, but you lose certain players and it's just, it's, it's a, totally a whole different new team, feel. Yeah. You know, I mean, so, you yeah. lose Mike White, you have to go to Joe Flacco. My God, whole I mean, team. the Jets are going to be a, a disaster. Just wait. <laughs> All right. We got the Bengals traveling to Vegas to take on the Raiders. Who do you like here? I don't like this game at yeah, all. Same. Ugh, talk about two teams you cannot figure out. The Bengals three weeks ago looked like one of the best in the AFC, you know, maybe in the NFL. And hell, even the Raiders, you know, they fire Gruden and everyone counts them out. Then they have some couple big wins. And then they both suck the next two weeks. So, God, this is, I don't like this game. I don't want to pick it. Do I have to? <laughs> uh, I'll just call you Stinky Pete the Prospector for having me making me pick this game. But... <laughs> I mean, I've liked him all year. I've liked Joe Burrow. I like Jamar Chase. I mean, I I picked the guy in freaking blind resumes, Joe Mixon, that bum. Um, so I'm going to go Bengals just because I, I like their pieces better. I think the Raiders were kind of overachieving with obviously the, the drama they've had to deal with and losing a couple players here and there. So I think they're going to be hitting the earth pretty quick. So we're going Cincy. Yeah, looking at these teams' last five games, it, they're identical. I mean, they both have lost two in a row, and they yep. won two in a row before that. Impressive wins, and then they lost the game before that. So it's like two and three in the last five, the same kind of stretch, the same peaks and valleys. Yeah. It's weird. Um, coming off of a bye, you don't know exactly what to expect. But I'm with you. I think Cincinnati is a better team, especially on offense. Like I've said this before, but if you're going to pick one of the four units, like Cincinnati offense or defense – Raiders offense or defense, right? You can pick one of those units to win this game. I think I have the most faith in the Bengals offense mm-hmm. uh, of the four units out there. So I'm going to go Bengals as well. Go Bengals. All right. Nope. This, this could be the game of the week. Uh, this is the Cowboys coming off their spanking of the uh, Falcons going to Kansas city coming off their spanking of the Raiders. What are we feeling in this matchup? Well, to be clear, the game of the week is Dolphins at Jets. But <laughs> You're right. My this, bad. This is going to be the second best game of the week. Um, I'm a little surprised this one didn't get flexed, and I don't I don't know how early they have to decide that sort of stuff. But, I mean, this is legitimately potential Super Bowl preview, right? I mean, if things go the way these teams expected they would, right. these two teams could end up in the Super Bowl. So, Which is funny because people were counting the, the Chiefs as for dead a couple weeks ago. Yep. All it takes is one more one performance to show you what they're capable of, and all of a sudden, yeah. like, oh yeah, all oh, right, Mahomes can That's throw right. for five touchdowns. That's right, these guys right. are actually amazing. Um, this, I think, I hope, will be a shootout. These are two high tempo teams, two teams that play a lot of plays. Um, this is going to have the most combined plays uh, of all the games on the slate this week. So, I think you'll see a lot of offense here. Should and. I'm going to stick with the Cowboys, man. I like the boys. I like Dak to sling it. Uh, they've been a little more consistent for me, and um, they're both coming off big wins, but I, I think I'm going to stick with the Cowboys. Yeah, it pains me to do it, but I, I too, am actually going with the Cowboys. Um, I mean, again, they're they're too talented on offense. They're too talented on offense, and they showed you what they can do. You know, if you really make an effort to get it to C.D. Lamb, I think that's where you're going to have the success. You see the games where he doesn't get involved and they struggle obviously struggle against denver didn't i mean he did okay in the opener against tampa bay uh or did pretty well i got a touchdown but he wasn't the focal point um and so i think when you make an effort to get him involved that changes things up it opens it up for ezekiel elliott i mean amari cooper he's already talented and so that kind of lets him get in space like that um but man you know the chiefs 
you can't overlook what they did last week. Maybe is this the team that everyone is expecting to see the entire season? You hope so. And I just as you said, it's going to be a shootout and there's going to be a lot of points on the board. I just think the Cowboys are a little more complete, especially on the defensive end, that they'll be able to survive the slugfest. I'm interested to see what Kansas City does in the run game because Clyde is right. eligible to come back. Daryl Williams has been really good. Shoot, how many balls absence. did he catch? He caught like nine, eight or nine balls. I think nine for over 100 last come week. I mean, yeah, he's a stud, dude. I'm telling you, I think he's a better running back than Clyde, but they don't seem to think so. And so I don't know. <laughs> they, honestly, if they play Clyde and and bench Daryl or give Daryl, you know, 10 or less touches, I don't think they can beat the Cowboys. I think they're honestly, this sounds like overreaction theater maybe, but I feel like they're going to have to make Daryl the guy if they have a shot here. Wow. Okay. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. All right. We got the Arizona Cardinals traveling to Seattle to take on a divisional rival. Cardinals, not sure who all is going to play for them, but uh, Russell's coming out with four fingers. Who you got in this one? <laughs> um, can DeAndre please just suit up? Man, I need him. Please. Not going to play, dude. I don't think uh, he or Kyler are going to play. They got to buy next week. I think they're going to take it easy. They're saying Kyler is progressing well, but you're right. It doesn't make sense for him it to play this sense. game, especially with the buy coming up. So, yeah, that makes it a little a little more difficult to pick just because, I mean, sure, they looked great, and then they looked terrible in Kyler yep. and DeAndre's absence. So it's hard to to figure out what's going on. But I still think top to bottom, Arizona is more talented. I mean, the, I like their defense. Chandler Jones is a beast among men, so he's going to be putting a lot of pressure on Russell. I mean, he was running for his life against Green Bay, granted against tough, tough conditions there. Um He's still a little out of sync. He's going to get there, but I, I, I got to go with Arizona on the road on this one. Yeah, this is a really tough one for me to pick, too. Um, I think I agree with what you're saying about the Arizona defense, but their offense concerns me. Yes, And Seattle's does. defense has been getting better throughout the season, and they're ranked pretty poorly against the run. But if you look at some of the matchups they've had recently, they've, they've really been shutting people down including people like Kamara who went for like 20 carries for like 50 or 60 yards. But I feel like Kamara's a little deceiving just because like, honestly, he's not one of the better rushers in the game. He's a very versatile back. So he catches a lot of balls, which then opens up his running. So I feel like if you just, he's not your pure rushing, running, running back. He's an every man back and every does everything. But I don't think it's like, Oh, he held him to 50. Like, well, he only averages like 70 on the running anyway. Um, but anyway, I digress. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I would maybe argue he is a really good rusher, but I see what you're saying. Um, AJ last week after Aaron Jones went down, AJ Dillon had 21 carries for 66 yards. So again, low averages for guys who right. can, can run the ball, you know. Um, but I think that because Arizona is going to be shorthanded and they're they're kind of limping into the bye, I'm going to go with the Seahawks at home. I know okay. Russell is looking at sink. I don't love how he looked last week at all. And I don't think he's going to be 100% back this week. But I just I think Arizona's kind of phoning it in and, and like I said, limping to the finish line here. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have faith in Seattle that uh, they, they got to win this game. You know, I wouldn't be surprised oh, if they want to do anything potential playoff wise. They have to win this game. Yeah. 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 But again, with Arizona, you don't want them to get that uh, stigma of you have a great first half of the season and then completely collapse the second half. I'm not saying this is a must win game by any means, but they started off six and two last year and then they finished two and six. They didn't make the playoffs. So if they lose this game, they're like, Oh, here we go again. I know they have those yeah. injuries, but yep. it's just a mindset thing, man. It's just like, Oh crap. Like are people figuring us out? Are we like, are we not actually good? So that's true. It's not it a must win confidence. game, that's true. but they got to come out ready to go. That's fair. But 
Anyway, now we move back to the AFC and we have the Steelers visiting the Chargers. Steelers coming off that big old tie. Big old tie. Yeah, um, I think this one weirdly, really weirdly for me hinges on if Roethlisberger is going to play or not. <laughs> and I don't, I haven't heard that he will. It seems like they're preparing for Mason Rudolph again, who's total garbage. And even if Big Ben plays, I don't know that it would completely change my pick, but it might. I mean, the Steelers were kind of doing something. They were sort of kind of looking pretty good again for a while there until he had to leave. And that sounds, again, sounds crazy, old noodle arm. But I'm going to go with the Chargers at home. Um, they are Jekyll and Hyde, but I'm going to put my faith in them this week. Uh, I think it's Mason Rudolph. I think it's a problem. Yeah, I mean, Mason Rudolph... I mean, we talk about serviceable quarterbacks, and, and he's relatively serviceable, but there's even old noodle arm adds a different dimension. There's a little more confidence in that and and finding the right throws and all that. So Chargers are pretty healthy, and they're, yes, Jekyll and Hyde, but they have the ability to go off at any point. And Justin Herbert's showing he's he's knocking on the door of a league quarterback. I mean, they got so many weapons, whether it be Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. So Hell, even Jared Cook at tight end. Jared Cook, Donald Parham, look out! Yeah, geez. So I'm I'm going L.A. at home, uh, hoping that this is the what would be which would be better, Jekyll or Hyde? I mean, I know Hyde's the monster, but do you want the monster or do you want the normal guy? Which one? Do you I'd want? say you, I'd say you want the monster, right? Okay, I think so I'm I'm hoping monster. we get Hyde this week. Get some Hyde, not Carlos Hyde. <laughs> All right, uh, Monday Night Football. We got the New York Football Giants heading down to Tampa Bay to take on the Bucks. In the pirate ship, who you got? Jeez, I feel like the Bucks have gotten their why did they lose games out of their system. Um, I mean, last year was like the Bears. I mean, granted, they had five losses in the regular season last year. Uh, I mean, here they have two losses to the um, the Saints and now the freaking Washington football teamers. So I feel like they've gotten those crappy losses out. And Tom is not going to let them lose another game, especially to the Giants, who already is in his head anyway, and he's just not going to let that happen. So it's got to be Tampa Bay at home. Eli's not suiting up for this one, thankfully. <laughs> even if he was, <laughs> don't even get me started on Eli. Anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but he is commentating, I believe. Oh, so that's I think right. <laughs> you'll see the Manning cast. I think uh, Brady will actually have the earbud in listening to it as well. I was like, yeah. God he's like, go ahead, Eli. Say something, Eli. Say, say something it. bad about me. <laughs> say it. Um, so I've heard from Arians that Brady is quote raring to go yeah. about this game. So he's fired up. I'll tell you what, here's one observation. I mean, this may seem super simple, but this team is not the same when they are not all healthy. This is another one of those teams. Mm-hmm. They are missing a B and Gronk. And you're like, well, they still have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. They still have two of the very best receivers, maybe the best tandem in the league. Yeah. They are not the same dude. They're, They're just not the same. And those are great players and Brady will sling it to them. Whatever. Fournette is still a good back in the backfield. They're just not the same. They don't have all their weapons. You Gronk know? is such that safety valve. If anything breaks down, he knows he can just look to, to Gronk to make a play. And it can be a small play. It can be a five, six-yard game, but that makes a difference. It's as opposed yeah. to like a third and four as opposed to a third and eight, third and nine. Like that's huge. And those are just little plays yep. that add up, and it's that safety. And I think if you watch the games, like when you see that he doesn't have that and he's banking on OJ Howard or Cameron Brait, who are both like serviceable tight ends, yeah. but they don't have the same connection with him. No. They they turn the wrong way on an option route, you know, and he's mm-hmm. like in his head he's thinking, Gronk will do this, I'm just gonna do this. They turn a different way. And it's like these incomplete passes that may not seem like a big deal. But if Gronk is in there, to your point, they are so simpatico in the mind waves simpatico. that I mean he's he is going to turn the right way. He's going to be in the right spot. They see the same seams. Like they just see everything the same. Yeah. It makes a big difference. And I mean, he can't underplay AB either. He's been a total monster no. this year. 
As I said, so, he was the most targeted receiver when he was healthy. Yeah. So these guys, um, they, I, I still think they're going to take care of business. And I think, you know, Brady's going to be pissed. So obviously he's going to come out here and try and scorch them. But um, this team needs to get healthy soon so we can see what they're really capable of. Their full potential. Shoot. Is that secondary ever going to get healthy? Golly. It, it's going to be dangerous when they do. Yeah. That's what I'll say. So well, shoot. Just well. remember last year they won, you know, they were a wild card team. They won three games on the road and then obviously won the Super Bowl. So they're, yep. they're no stranger to doing it the hard way. Yep. They'll they'll round it for him. They'll be fine. All right, what do you say we take a little trivia break here? Woo! All right, it's been a little bit since I've seen Toy Story, but I'm ready. Have you seen Toy Story 1, 2, 3? Like, which ones have you seen? I've seen 1, 2, and 3. I have not seen okay. 4 yet, but my kids yeah. have, so I'm kind of pissed. Now it's like no excuse that I can see it. Cause... It's exactly the same here. My kids saw it without me, and I was like, what? what? <laughs> now I'll never get to see it. <laughs> I'll never get to see it. Yeah, so I... I Avoided trivia questions from Toy Story 4. I think these are all that. one or two. <laughs> I appreciate I it. So um, we'll see how you do. Okay. But I had to. It's been a hot minute since I've seen these two. I guess when, when Miles so this was is, real young. These are Googled, not knowledge questions? These are mostly Googled, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. I'll start you off, as always, with an easy one here. Yeah, don't say that. I'm not going to call it a softball because you've got all <laughs> panties in a wad about that. All right. What famous painter does Mr. Potato Head tell Ham that he is? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, it's a Picasso or Van Gogh. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Pablo Picasso. Is it Picasso? Hey, look, I'm Picasso. <laughs> oh, thank god, yes, it's Picasso. <laughs> he has like <laughs> his eye in his mouth or something yeah, like he's that. Got his, his face is all jacked up. He's got yeah. all rearranged. I'm Picasso. That's it. There it is. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's one of the one of the more iconic quotes. I thought, yeah. all right. Um, so, you know, there was a, what did the second Buzz Lightyear, you know, the second Buzz Lightyear came around. What does the second Buzz Lightyear have that the first one didn't? Oh, I'll yes. You, you know this offhand? No, I know this offhand. Don't give me the choices. Because okay. this is in the second movie. They're in Al's toy barn. And there's just a whole aisle of Buzz Lightyears. But then there's one in the display case. And I'm pretty sure it's a new belt. It's a utility belt. Yep. That's right. Well done. The options were going to be green hair. A laser cannon, utility belt, or a cowboy hat, <laughs> which I thought were really kind of dumb. Yes. All right. Um, two for two. Good job. What toy went downstairs to see what presents would be at Andy's birthday party? Oh, those are the uh, Green Army men. That That's was right. one of the toy best soldiers. Scenes. The first I scene know. in the uh, in the movie, they all like the marching movie. down, but their feet yeah. are obviously connected. So, like <laughs> those little platforms, <laughs> like they're yeah. on snowboards. Just <laughs> to, to. yeah. One of them gets squished by a random ball. It's like, just leave me. We don't leave a soldier behind. (laughs) There, uh, there was some, there's like a Buzz Lightyear spinoff movie, I guess. Um, that I didn't know about. And several of the trivia questions I looked up were from that. (laughs) And I guess he started calling them LGMs for little green men. Little green men. Nice. There you go. All right. Um, at the end of Toy Story one, what present does Andy get for Christmas at the new house? Yes. Uh, Obviously, they're always worried about the new toys, but he gets a dog, a puppy, a pupster. You know the name of the oh, puppy? What is it? I do not know the name of the puppy. Bonus point. His name is, is Buster. Buster. Yep. Yep. What he says, what can Andy get that could possibly be worse than you? <laughs> <He's> <laughs> <talking> <laughs> about yep. There you go. All right. Four for four. Look at you Woo. cruising. Maybe I should have looked up something a little more difficult here. Uh, final question. All In right. Toy Story 2. Uh-oh. What iconic movie do Buzz and Zerg spoof while battling at the top of the elevator? It is spectacular. I love the fact that they brought Zerg in. Uh, but hey, that's a that's a softball right there. They are spoofing Star Wars. 
because he like Buzz looks like he's about to be defeated, and Zerg is standing over him. And Buzz says, "You've killed my father." And he goes, "I am your father." And you see Buzz, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right, man. There you go. Boom. Yes. Five for five. All right. Toy Cruising. Story. Toy great Story. Get, get you some of that. Yep. It's Woody's Roundup. Get them going. Those are great movies. What do you say we do some DFS lineups? Oof. Okay. Yes. Man, I I feel like the, again, the past two weeks, my teams have just been so weird. But I feel a little better in this one. But I don't know. It just, who knows? I kind of like, I like the squad. Um, and again, if you save money in a couple areas, you can really load up. And so, so I, found, I, hope, I found a way to do that. I was going to say, I hope you... Uh, um, did that with Cooper Cup that you only spent like a thousand dollars on some rando as That's if right. you were in your lineup. As if Cooper Cup were in my lineup. Well, you could say that because uh once again I've I've splurged in a tight end at twenty eight hundred. So <laughs> yep. Twenty eight. Damn. You could say okay. that. All right. Well, so damn. I'm I'm gonna give you mine first. I think you've been going first a couple times here. Okay. I'm gonna fire up with my boy Dak, seventy two hundred oh. against Kansas City. Okay. I'm spending up a little bit at quarterback, but he's not that expensive no, compared I, to some other options I got. That's a good price right there for Dak. Yeah, 7200 and what I hope will be a shootout, a lot of offense, and he looked so good last week. I hope that momentum carries forward. Um, running back, I'm going to go with A.J. Dillon, filling in for Aaron Jones this week. I was looking at him. I did yeah. not pick him, but I was very close. Very, yeah, he's how taking much on was Minnesota, 6200 Okay, yeah, I just thought that was a little high for me, but yeah, okay. It's a little high, but he's, he's a touchdown maker. They're going to start, man – Wait till you see him in the screen game or catching passes. Mm-hmm. Um, you see he is going to be thundering down the field. Boston College need, product. You don't want any part of that. I remember him at BC. Uh, next running back, I've got David Montgomery returning against Baltimore. He's only 5500 I thought that was just way too cheap. That is cheap. For a guy. I, the matchup is kind of neutral, but um, he's a bell cow. And again, 5500 way too cheap. I like that bell cow. Wide receiver, I'm going with my main man, Debo, taking Debo. on the Jags. How much was he? 7,800. What? I thought he'd not be cheap. eight, eight-ish. Yeah. Not cheap, not expensive for a guy who's absolutely killing it this year. Yeah. I'll take Debo at 7,800. I've also got Godwin taking on the Giants, 6,700. thought that was too cheap for Godwin. I mean, some that of these prices, cheap. it's crazy. Some of these are just like, that's way too much. And other ones, you're like, I'll just keep firing him up. I mean, it's like Pittman and Godwin are kind of the same in the same boat. Like they're always just way too cheap. So mm-hmm. I concur. We go with Godwin here, sixty-seven hundred. Uh, third receiver, I'm going to go Rashad Bateman. This seems maybe a little bit out there, but forty-five hundred, super cheap, and hey, you've taking been on talk- the Bears secondary. I've been talking, been talking about him a lot. Him so you got to yep. go with him. I like it. Putting your money. In. Yeah, I like Hollywood Brown in this too, but he's way more expensive. And I think Bateman's he's gotten eight targets the past two games each, six to eight targets, and I think all four of the games he started. I mean, he's getting a lot of looks a beatable secondary and he can, I've seen him with the ball in his hands. I mean, I watched some of the game uh, when they were in comeback mode and he looked, he looks dynamic. So Hollywood screwed me last week. So I'm not on his good side. All right. right there you go. Well, Bateman's only 4,500. There you go. <laughs> Tight end. Here we go. Jeff Swaim. You're going your back. boy again. <laughs> <laughs> going bring back to him. Back. Dude, he got like, he got like six and a half points last week. And I was like, Perfect. That's <laughs> I paid $2,500 for this guy. Who cares? <laughs> he catches like four passes for 25 yards every game. So if he gets a touchdown, you, you're way in the money. If he doesn't, you're not that hurt. All right. So $2,800. i will take it. And by doing that, I'm able to flex Travis Kelsey, $7,100. Wow. Get you some of that. You're going to put Kelsey as your tight end and then you're flexing just swing. Nope. Nope. Better. 
I'm coming in hot at the flex. <laughs> <laughs> I had to see what other options I had just in case. Yep. I, and I mean, come on. You're not going to flex Jeff Swain. That'd just be, That'd be amazing. It felt really sad. Totally worth it. Um, but unfortunately, my defense, I had no money. So I got the rock bottom $2,000 Houston Texans. Yikes. Taking on the Titans. Titans. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, it. honestly, it wouldn't be necessarily but, too terrible. Their offense hasn't looked amazing, but still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the Titans are going to put up like 50 points. So I, no. I'm just like, whatever. Get it. If they get you three points, like, great. Good job, guys. Yep. Yep. All there right. you go. Star, a stars and scrubs lineup right there. Yeah. No kidding. Um, I kind of went across the board, like star ish, but mainly solid. Um, we'll see how it does. I'll so be starting off. That. Yeah. Thank you. So starting off my QB. We're talking Stogie Burrow himself, Joseph, yep. against the Raiders. I uh, got him for 6600 Thought that was a good price for him. He has the ability to toss it, give you three, four touchdowns, but he could also throw a dud, so I'm hoping it's the uh, the former. Yep, uh, I played him in another lineup I'm doing. Those are, those are two good quarterbacks I need to look at. Yeah. Unfortunately, I too thought David Montgomery was too good of a value to pass up, so uh, he was my first running back I go. got at 5500 so Whompers on that one thought you might – Thought he might slide past you, but nope, he did not. He did not. And it pained me to do it. Picked him on buying resumes, going with him here. Joe Mixon. Since he's not on my team, on my regular fantasy team, he's doing well. So hopefully he'll continue to do that for him. You're going to ruin him this week. I hope so. I hope he has like five fumbles. Uh, He's for 7,600 against those same Raiders. Um, Wide receiver. Once again, unfortunately, he too is too good of a deal to pass up. Chris Godwin, 6,700 against the Giants. Two, two alike, my friend. Yep. Um, other wide receiver coming off his career starting touchdown, Jacoby Myers oh, against the those Falcons maker. tonight. Uh, 4,800. Figure he's always good for about like six catches, 80 yards. If he, if he starts steamrolling touchdowns now, watch out. He really uh, might. I mean, he might have broken the seal. You know? Right. He's had a few too many beards. Going to break that seal. Uh, maybe he'll throw for one, too. And then my other winding up. Winding up my wide receivers, I've got not CD Lamb, but Amari Cooper for sixty two hundred against. The love that play. I love that play. He's super cheap. Right. I think for, I just it was he, a great he's deal. a guy who can he can go off for thirty points. Now he'll I mean, have he some can also get as well, you eight. But, but the Chiefs, I looked at so I looked at the matchups there because I almost went with CD. He was just so expensive. The I, matchup on that one's interesting because the Chiefs, um, they have not played like they have, they played the they play the Packers without Rodgers, right? I mean, mm-hmm. so like playing these games where. They're not playing starting teams. And so I think that their defense looks like it's more of a bad matchup on paper, but it's yeah. really not. So I love yeah. that play. I, re- I wanted to go CD, but yeah, he was way too expensive. And then I saw Amari's price and thought that's that's a good, I can do with that. Yep. Um, tight end, we've talked about a little bit. Tyler Conklin of the yeah. Minnesota Vikings for 3,900. Nice. I wanted to punt, but then I saw him and I was like, 39 is not too bad. I, c- I can deal with that. Um, go with my flex. It's been hot lately. Uh, I don't. I can't remember if I played him early in the year or not. Picked him in. I uh, know you picked him in our original rookie wide receiver bet. Devontae Smith, mm-hmm. um, six four hundred. Great matchup against the Saints. Um, again, they're they're riding a little bit high. Twenty so, points in two straight games for him. Yeah, exactly. He's, so he's I'm, I'm hoping he keeps going. And then, with my defense, the vaunted Jets defense oh, against wow. the Dolphins. Wow, what'd that yep. cost you? Five thousand. No, just kidding. Twenty three hundred dollars. 
2300 all right not bad i was i think it was third from the bottom so you got the texans at the bottom i went yep. two up from that so yeah i couldn't afford them yeah i couldn't afford the jets <laughs> <laughs> yeah travis kelsey broke the bank a little bit <laughs> couldn't afford the jets couldn't afford the jets yeah so i think um man these are these are two good lineups i mean i like obviously we have two players the same but you've got some guys that i've chosen in other lineups that i've made as well so i like a lot of those picks um and jacoby i had the same thought about jacoby like what if he just becomes like a touchdown maker? Right. <laughs> it would be it would be appropriate. So he really could. Falcons are not going to scare you. So interesting. Good. All right. We'll see how we do, man. Let's see. Let's I need see. to keep gaining some ground on you. We'll see. I got some sports book bets for us here. Uh, not that anyone cares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Just, just, just put a dartboard up and throw it and yeah. say, oh, okay, here we go. We're going with this. I'll tell you, I'm just going to keep trotting them out. But, you know, you guys feel free to do whatever you want to do. I understand. Um, <laughs> I get it. I so I'm taking uh, Cincinnati minus one against Vegas. This could be a terrible call, but I'm like <laughs> you. I think that I think the Bengals take care of business, and in a minus one, it's basically a pick. I'm I'm going to go with the Bengals there. I got Dallas plus two and a half. I picked them to win outright anyway. I'll take the two and a half points to to hedge yeah. a little bit, be a little bit safer. Yeah. Maybe it's a close game and they end up losing, or they they went outright. You win either way there. I'm taking the under on the San Francisco and Jacksonville game. <laughs> uh, these are two teams that I think are going to try and run the ball and uh burn some clock and so i think it'll be under 45 and then i've got a parlay for us just three teams i'm going back to what i started with the yeah, we'll go a little here. simpler it's a little bit easier past three weeks it's been way too hard to pick six you try Yikes. and pick six games right in this in this climate it ain't, just ain't gonna happen so i'm taking the patriots tonight over the falcons nice. i'm taking the titans over the texans nice i'm taking the niners over the jags you put those three together you get plus 119 okay you get plus odds you get to double your money i'll take it hi Start like chipping, it. chipping away, earning your way back. You got to yeah. build that. Uh, back to the build basics. Build that fund back. Yeah. Get that fundamentals going. That's I like right. It. That's right. Yeah, Jonah's uh, still on the run from his uh, loan shark, so he's he mortgaged his house like five times. So he's he's running right now. We'll find him. We'll catch him. Yeah, I'm wondering. I mean, Mike White getting benched and Joe Flacco starting. I was kind of wondering if there was like a domestic issue with Mike White. I wasn't sure if maybe <laughs> maybe he got a hold of Jonah. He got a hold of Jonah. <laughs> Jonah, like myself and like you, uh, not the most formidable man. So uh, I don't know. Mike White might be able to take him down. True. Joe's crafty though. He's quick. He's wild. Yeah. yeah, he's no giant though. Mike White, pretty big dude. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for the sports book and the DFS. We need to do a bet this week. Do it. Do it. Do it. We do. So we've done tight ends. We've done. Should we just do something? Kickers. I was just about to say something <laughs> dumb and off the wall. It's like, oh, let's pick some kickers. Even though oh, we yeah. don't even start kickers in our league. We don't start kickers in our league. Um, oh, shit, I don't care. I'll do it. I don't care. Ugh, no, I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. Why don't we pick one quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver? One of each. Yeah, one of each. Okay. And so, like but we can just do a snake draft of... Uh, yeah, it doesn't have any picks. Doesn't have to be in any order. Oh, so you can. Oh, ooh. Huh? Okay, kind of like that too. Get that old Thomas Jefferson out. I'm getting old Jefferson out here. Let's see how we can do. All right, here comes the flip. Yep, ready for it. Oh, I want heads, obviously. So yeah, tap to it flip. is heads. It's heads. Give me that. Heads oh. has been killing it lately. I'm telling you, you want them all. You always mm. want them, the uh, mm. the heads. All right, so man, I get the first pick. Ooh, Cooper Cup. Oh, crap. No. Uh, ah, <laughs> ah. um, you know what? I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey. Oh, damn it. 
Yeah, I was going to go the same. I mean, I think it's just like, that's the pick. Um, yeah. He just separates himself from everybody else. But the thing is, now you can't take another running back, so it'd be stupid for me to I'll just wait on running back. Yeah, you can just wait. <laughs> so um, now you get two picks in a row, obviously. Okay. Hmm. Oh, my. I guess I'm going to go, you know, why would I ever deviate from my boy Debo? So I'm just going <laughs> to take Debo because okay. he's such a badass. And then quarterback. Hmm. Put my money where my mouth is. I'll take Dak Prescott. Oh, okay. So now I got two picks. I guess it doesn't matter because you picked the other two I don't have. So, um, hmm. <laughs> I think wide receiver. I'm going to go. Man, this is tough. I'm going to go Devontae Adams. Yeah. Makes sense. He's pretty it's, good. It's time for them to kind of <laughs> blow up. He is pretty good. Quarterback, again, he's in revenge mode. <clears throat> Got to go with him. TB12. TB12, yikes. Okay, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yikes, that hurts, he says. You know what? I played him last week in DraftKings, and he didn't really do much, so I don't know. Well, I was pissed because, well, I was bummed they were losing anyway, but then I was like, well, the one solace is that uh, he's not doing great in Daily Fantasy for Kemper, but then he still finished with mid-20 points. It's true. Which is solid. Yeah, comeback mode. I had a snowflake in Carson Wentz, so. Yeah, he did. <laughs> That's no good. All right, uh, running back, my last pick. I'm just going to I'm gonna go with old Najee Harris taking on the Chargers. All right. He's a uh, high projection. They're going to have to lean on him, even if Mason Rudolph's there. He's just steady Eddie, man. He'll just grind it out. Not flashy. He'll get you points. He doesn't screw up. And I, I would have, obviously, I would have gone Jonathan Taylor, but they had the Bills this week, man. I just, I can't yeah, go that's with tough. that. And I think Taylor will be fine. I mean, it's not something we're like. This will be a good test Taylor. to see if um, if he can stop his hot streak. This will be a good one. Yeah, I'm, I am definitely worried about that. But I mean, you're not going to bench the guy. But no. I'm not going to. I'm not going to pick him as like my only running back right now. You know. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Interesting. Lines. All right. So I say, who the hell do I have? I say, <laughs> Debo Samuel, uh, Najee Harris, and Dak Prescott have more fantasy points than Christian McCaffrey, Tom Brady, and Devontae Adams. Boy, that sounds really. Dumb. I was going to say, I loved hearing that team. That oh man. Awful. <laughs> All right. Do All it. Right. Uh, do it i say tom brady christian mccaffrey and Devonte adams are going to have more points than dak prescott Najee harris and debo samuel do it do, do it. it do it bacardi and cola do it bacardi and cola do it do it all right hey guys i said it last on the last episode i'm gonna say it again y'all need to be getting this email that we've got do it it's hot do it do it it's hot go to email.foldinthecheese.com and give us your email address and see the magic every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It is glorious. It's been called uh, a work of art. It's been called a masterpiece. It's been called Pulitzer Prize worthy. It's uh, been someone, called why is this in my e- inbox? But wow, it's awesome. It's been called unsubscribe immediately. It's been called <laughs> a lot of really, uh, really great things. It's Lots of huge, them. really, really great. So you're going to want it in your inbox. Email.foldthecheese.com. You think you love our characters on air? Get ready to see the characters in the email. They're at least 1.1 times better. Ooh, okay. That's 10%. fair. I'll give you that. All right, man. I think that'll do it for a great Thursday edition. So, as always, keep on folding. Fold it.
don't think I had any sound bites of you this week. Not going to give you one now, sucker.